O-M-G Bowl. It's December already, Jeeps. We got more live podcast recordings in the flesh coming up soon. We're going to end this year way better than when we started. Actually, it wasn't the start. It was the middle. Anyway, if you see me in the gym recording, come on over. Be rocking my new CFFP hoodie. If you don't have one, text Tony, email Champagne, do something. But don't be the one without a hoodie, right? Anyway, we'll be recording in the back corner. We're going to be using the podcast to resurrect the question of the day and all kinds of stuff. Stop by. This week's podcast is with Afton Allen, and I swear, you know me. I love to warm up my chatter, and I was ready to ask her what her favorite Christmas movie and pizza topping was. And we just started chatting, and next thing you know, I hit the record button. Here we are. So you're not about to learn her favorite cheese slice, but you're going to learn about our home slice, Afton Allen. (laughs) See what I did there? Felt like that was a Tony joke, right? Does anybody say home slice anymore? Shut up, Neil. Here's after. Let's get into it. It's not that big of a deal. I do remember that now. But I, I want you to know that I stayed up till midnight last night, like having anxiety over. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, oh. but you you know a little bit. I'm an anxious person in general, so anything that could give me something to be anxious about, my mind will automatically go into that. Yeah. Problem solving. And we'd kind of talked about talking about that in some way. And so we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Who knows? It'll be like Oprah. Who knows what will. Oh, my God. Come out. I've never had a live crier. In I don't the podcast cry. So you won't hear that we from me. Yeah. Oh, we can do the podcast. And Tony's really good. Like, he knows. He's said things to me before. Like, I know you don't like to socialize, but I need you to go over there and talk to this person <laughs> or something. Like, he's pretty perceptive when it comes to. So I'm sure he'll but you're also but you're also very soft and you have a really nice approach to people. So I know I can trust you for that. Well, that's um, a really big compliment. Thank, thank you. you. And I, and I also yeah. know you want to. You just sometimes need the like. I need the push. Push to go. Well, do you it. know, I started to do some self because um, I've been listening to podcasts and stuff like that. So I listened to this podcast um, that deals with stress and anxiety and like tools that you can help to go through that. And one of the people that they had on was um she wanted you to know like how introverted or how um extroverted you are because it helps you deal with social situations and knowing how you like to rest so she has this, this quiz is so that good. you can we, Neil and I Go. were just having this conversation oh, were you? both of we us are like yes, yes let's talk about it <laughs> like we don't want to interrupt you but we have to interrupt we're both like over candidate. here like little kids like let's talk I'm the perfect introverted so I took this quiz and I thought oh I'll be 60 40 and I took the quiz and I'm 89% introverted so I'm pretty much as introverted as you could almost be but it's good because it helps me know how to rest like loud environments with lots of people are not a place that I'm gonna emotionally get to recover and that's why going through things where I thought I was in a conflict I really just am not so great at being with a large group of people like I do better in small scenarios so it's good to know about yourself and it helps you recuperate really so like you said that this was how long ago that you discovered this podcast it wasn't that long ago I just started listening to podcasts in general because I was getting ready for work and I was listening to music and it actually I would start my day a little 
I don't want to call it anxious, but it's like the feeling I get before I'm anxious. Like maybe jittery. Jittery. Is that a good That's word? a perfect word for it. So I started listening to podcasts about self-awareness and that sort of thing. It actually gets me started on my day a little bit better. So I have three podcasts that I listen to religiously as I get ready for work. Is it the, so it's the first thing in the morning. You, you, you wake thing. up, you turn this podcast on. In, well, the first thing I do when I, is I let the dog out, obviously. And then um, I do a devotional. So another aspect of the thing that helps me with my anxiety is – my faith, which I don't know how much you guys want to get we into. Can, we can talk about it. It's you. Yeah, yeah. So no. I wake up, I read my devotional, I read the Bible verses that go along with the devotional, and then I turn on the podcast. And they're usually like 40 minutes long, so I break them up into two different days. So I'll listen to one half on one day and the other half on the other. You do the same devotional each day, or do you do two different No, it has a devotional for each day. So like today I read November 11th, because that's the date. Tomorrow I'll read November 12th, and I kind of just, by the time you get back to January, you've kind of forgotten. So I just have been reading the same one. Afton, you and I are friends, and I care about you, so as I say this, um, it's surprising to me that you're putting that kind of work into trying to find a balance because watching you work out, even just kind of watching your affect after workouts, things seem to come very natural to you. So it's surprising mm-hmm. to me that you're putting this type of um, effort. And even it sounds like there's a little bit of a search, like like yes. you were kind of going, I need to do something. I need to find 100%. something. I think it's so such a gift that you're willing to talk about that. Yeah. Well, if it helps anybody else who is in a situation that I – pretty recently was in in, then I would be more than willing to talk about it. So there's two things that I want to say about that. And the first one is if you don't take time to do what's good for your mental health, you will be forced to take time because your body eventually won't be able to keep up with that anxiety. Just for maybe I should only talk about no, me that's, personally. No, that's a really eventually that's a it's, really good it won't. Cue. So either you should get ahead of it or you're going to eventually be forced to take time off because you won't be able to function. That's all aspects of life or multiple aspects of life. Think about CrossFit. If you have a nagging knee injury right? and if you don't take care of it, allow yourself to rest or do the massage therapy and the rolling that it takes, eventually something's going to break and it's going to force you to take an extended period of time. Exactly. So very similar. So yeah. Yeah. So so that was the first thing? I know. Now I forget what what I was going to say secondly. To be it'll, come, it'll come back. Yeah, come back that's good. It. Yeah, let's spend some time. So, so for, uh, I'm sorry, you said about a year, about a year and yeah. a half you've been searching into that. So in 2017, I started to get, and I talked a little bit about it in the gym because it was affecting my ability to do workouts. I was having a random pain in my side. Oh, yeah. That I could, do you remember? Mm-hmm. That I was having a hard time figuring out. Was it when I was eating? Was it when I was sleeping? I mean, it was so all over the place that I couldn't really figure out. I actually ended up seeing multiple doctors and I had people tell me it was I pulled a muscle or I was having problems. And I know what a muscle pull feels like. I've been an athlete my entire life. This was nothing I'd ever experienced before. I knew it wasn't, I just knew it wasn't that, but I couldn't really pinpoint what it was. So eventually I ended up in so much pain that I was taking like four Advils in the morning just to be able to get through. And if you know me, like I do not put anything in my body that I don't absolutely have to. So taking these over the counter Advils was like killing me emotionally. Mm. I was taking like two in the afternoon to finish out my day. And then I was having to take like four just to be able to be comfortable enough to sleep at night. 
So eventually what happened was is it was affecting my workouts, which for me was the only thing that was going to get me to stop and slow down and figure out what was going on. I eventually ended up actually at the emergency room because I was just in so much pain that I could not figure out what to possibly do. So they did a ultrasound and basically told me that there was nothing wrong. And I knew that that wasn't I know that I'm not someone who makes up pain. I have a very high pain tolerance, so I know this wasn't in my head. I know I wasn't fabricating this. Um, I think he gave me, like, a pain prescription, which I didn't want. That's not – I came kind of for answers, and they gave me, like, a Band-Aid pretty much. So I started doing my own research and actually ended up at a GI doctor. And he, within, like, five seconds of seeing me, was trying to touch where it was, and I was physically pushing – his hands away because it was so painful. So I had to do an, an endoscopy. I think that's how yeah. you pronounce it, where they go in and look because he thought that my gallbladder needed to be taken out. So when he went in um, and afterwards, he actually showed me pictures. It was it was crazy of what a normal stomach should look like and what my stomach looked like. What so was the be- difference? Because I was having so much anxiety stress. and stress, it was my stomach was producing extra acid. Ooh. And it was pouring out into this. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but there's a duct right here. Uh-huh. And all that acid was clogging up that duct. So what's supposed to flow through it couldn't, which is what was causing the inflammation and the pain. It's very interesting. A lot of the nutrition books I read uh, talks about how you, you have two brains. You have your brain in your head and you have your brain in your stomach. Your yeah. stomach has a brain of its own. Well, my stomach was incredibly, I mean, beet red, super inflamed. Wow. It was very clear to see what was going on. So I said, okay, what do we do now? And he, he literally goes, you just have to chill out. <laughs> oh, no way. So easy, oh, right? Thanks, yeah. Doc. Okay, no yeah. problem. I'll just chill out. The best of Western medicine. Right. Is- no, and he's a super great doctor. I would I mean, he's the only doctor who sat down with me, took the time, really tried to figure out and didn't just hand me this pain pill. So I really appreciated his help. But it was where to go from here. I don't know, wasn't how exactly. How quickly did you get, obviously you're feeling better because you haven't brought this up in a while. So how quickly did you, did you get your, oh, it took months of having to take an antacid just to work with the acid that was already in my body. So once I got that under control and could get through the day without taking any more Advil, that was a huge accomplishment for me. And then it was, okay, so what do I do to be preventative? So we're not in that scenario again. Yeah. It's, it's as if you, you, you know, sailed into an iceberg and then decided, okay, well, I'm going to have to chip away at the top, but I also want to go drill at the bottom mm-hmm. so that the, this larger thing can be eliminated. Well, I wasn't going to let that be my life. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. going to be in pain all the time. I, re- I refuse to be in pain all the time because I eat right. I work out. I do everything I can to be at the best shape that I can be for everyday life, not just for the physical aspects, I'm not going to be in pain because of something that's happening up here. Did you, did you find one stressor work? Was there, (laughs) and you don't have to share it, but do you know what the one stressor was? Well, I think you could ask anyone and it's, we, as a society, we've gotten so fast paced that we don't give ourselves the time to rest and to listen to our bodies and to take, even if it's just taking Sunday, to just 
Stop. And I'm not even saying like, I'm not asking you to sit down on the couch all day. I'm asking you to read a book, call a friend that you haven't talked to in a while, do a, build a garden, build something with your hands. There's ways to rest without being sluggish, which is what I didn't realize because I was saying to myself, well, you know, at 8 PM, I turn off my phone. I make sure that I'm resting. So why is it not translating but just because you're sitting still doesn't mean that your brain or your anxiety turns off. Yeah, because you still you could still be running. Right. And I, and I think one of the things that's difficult to understand, even if you've been there, when you're no longer there, it's hard to remember just how hard it is to chill out. Right. That 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 decompressing is actually a very active and intentional way. So for you to unpack that, I think is also. I, I love this conversation. Yeah. And the name of this <laughs> section is be ch- chill out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is be chill out. And part of what I think is kind of not funny, but ironic is just how easy that is, you know, just, just chill out. But the amount of work well, that you people put in say it, it to you as if it's like, well, why don't you just stop worrying? Or yeah. why don't you just stop having anxiety? Why don't you stop being I you? would <laughs> right. love for that to happen, but it's not it takes, a part of my genetic makeup. Well, well so. t- similar to the to the conversation we had with Joey, and it takes effort to be disciplined. It takes effort to eat well. It takes effort to come to the gym. It yes. takes effort to stay active. And nobody wants to hear that part. It takes effort to be mentally healthy. It takes effort to chill out. It takes effort to and to it, you have to be very uh, humble to be in a situation where you can focus on yourself as a mental health. I love mental health. I think that I'm glad we're having this conversation yeah. and none of us knew that it was going to go down this conversation with having you on here. At least I didn't. And I think it's just one of the best conversations we can have. It's actually being recorded on veterans day. So yeah. And I don't, I don't want to make uh, light of what we're talking about by lightening it up. Right. But, but you know, months ago I told Tony, my goal was to grow, but, yeah, we talked a little bit about that this morning, <laughs> and I can relate. I totally get it. <laughs> and, and thirty days later, I was like, "Oh, forget it." And I didn't. Even, I don't even remember saying "forget it." I just, in retrospect, analyzing my actions. And so, thirty days after that, I grew a belly. Still no butt. But the the point that I think does connect is, you're in pain, and you're being given a directive that's complicated but sounds simple. Mm-hmm. And isn't a 30-day fix. <laughs> no. It's a life. This is something I'm going to deal with for my entire life. And I've, I've accepted and embraced that. And that's part of my journey. Well, you're not the only one. And, no. So and many people. Probably everybody on some aspect is dealing with a version of this. Just other people are some extreme than others. And if and, you don't realize you just are not aware because we at like I said as a society between work and everything else you are you just haven't it hasn't come close enough into the front of your brain yet for you to be aware of it and I think that's fishing for the point number two just based on some conversations that we've had that you're searching for uh, before perhaps that um, if you ha- if you haven't you will you will have to but but also in terms of what it means to come into this gym community you know we're all coming in from something even the even the five o'clock class does not just wake up and get to the gym they're coming from some sort of life we're all walking in from some sort of life and and part of the gift that we have in being supportive of one another is, is you know what it means to support somebody uh in an exercise setting could be much more supportive in other ways without us ever meaning or right. even intending that. I I've remembered my second point and that's what part I'm of it. Come to you. Yeah. <laughs> part of it was, is 
you guys see me for a small portion of my day. So when you say like, I see you working really hard or this and that, like when I walk through that door, this is my favorite part of the day. This is my safe zone. This Mm -hmm. is my happy place. So it's easy for me to kind of put in the work here too, because one, as soon as I walk through that door, I physically make my brain shut off. I do not let the outside stuff in here because this is my one hour where everything almost goes into slow motion and I can just breathe and be myself and do something that I'm really passionate about and be with people who are like-minded and who are so supportive and know that aspect. And it's not like a, a negative thing here. It's just a part of the thing that makes me that much stronger because I can overcome it. So that was the other point. That, that I, makes me very happy because that's what we thrive for. That's what I thrive for. I want these four walls to be like a hug when you walk in. Like it is. It's like a little bubble. Like I yeah. love being here. If you yeah. can't tell, I mean, you were saying to me like, I'm sorry, we've taken up. I probably would have hung out here anyways. <laughs> so, well, and I, and I think in, in similar ways, Tony, what we see is the iceberg. Those of us that benefit from this community, but it's not just something that, you've wanted in the I hope sense. It's something that you've worked for it wasn't pretty accidental. meticulously. It yeah. wasn't accidental. This is exactly, that comment makes me so happy because that's literally one of the goals. I sat down and wrote, what do I want my gym to be? I want it to be, I want it to be welcoming, happy. I want everyone to feel welcome. I literally want it to be a hug when someone walks mm-hmm. in the door. And that's 100% how I feel. Efton, have you written down your goals? I have goals for 2020 that I have with my husband written on my fridge so that I can look at them every day. But I don't, you know what? I never actually even thought to personally make goals for 2020. Well, at this point, it's like survive in advance. <laughs> yeah, right? this year did not go as intended, in which was a huge part of the reason why I've gotten so much better at my anxiety because well when COVID happened I didn't have a choice it flared up a huge like it did with so many people I'm sure the fear of the unknown my routine changing I mean so many things that just that's exactly like an anxious person's worst nightmare happened but it forced me to slow down take a second breathe I started journaling writing down my thoughts that sort of thing it was it ended up being very good for me because it got me back to a place well it was very good for you because you allowed it to be very good you earned it and you worked for Your it and you were disciplined mindset for it. it wasn't given to everything you. it could have definitely gone a different way if you weren't fighting for it you're right so take credit for that i, I was, appreciate you saying i that. was gonna say i don't mean to be podcast psychologist but i think i do mean to be podcast <laughs> psychologist so, so i apologize but i hear a theme being control and and yeah. for me and the anxiety that i uh wake up with or go to bed with or live the day with a lot of it has to do with control and one of the things that i admire about what you're describing afton is that some by circumstance beyond your control and some by circumstance specifically within your control you've really highlighted what you can control and also working towards letting go mm-hmm. of what you can and you know there's there's a, not right there's a goal life. and the yeah. ability to recognize the difference <laughs> well, also takes true. a really long time that was probably a really big struggle of mine what is so, it the, the the wisdom the, the serenity prayer yeah give it, give it to us what is it oh um the, the wisdom to know the difference the, I know is the, the courage ending. to yeah. control the things we can and the patience to, to, con- the to accept the things we, we can't. Can. Yeah. Is there another part to it? And, and, and to the, know the serenity have the wisdom to, control the things. to know the difference. All right, let's yeah. try it again. <laughs> it, it's, 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 it's a grant me the serenity to change the things that I can control 
the uh the the yeah. patience to accept the things I can't and the wisdom to know the difference. That's yeah. I, that's a a great or, or something like that. I yeah, that's perfect. But yeah. I, but I think that's the key because you're not saying, you know, you you're a teacher, mm-hmm. and, and you work with a set that as they get older will decide. You know what? I don't care as a way of deciding they don't want to own any control. But I think it's a really admirable model that you're setting. And no. What you said, I'm going to come in here, I'm going to turn my mind off, and for this hour, I'm going to be in control of every bit, at least that I can control within this. Yeah. And then I'm going to work to find more things that I can control. And, and that's a lot of what I think Tony does by leadership here is, you know what, if if you're not able to do this, find the piece you can control. with. It's what modification is all about. Right. You yeah. Know, what's that's, the part you can be in control of? I never even thought of it that way, but that's huge. Yeah. Scaling and tailoring the workout is all about controlling the variables to get you through it yeah and and part of your 60 percent everyday rule is you know do what you can so that tomorrow you can come back and right. be in control work giving out yourself today. the opportunity to be successful yeah work so out that today you want to so come, come back, back tomorrow. tomorrow yeah if you if you work out so hard today you can't come in tomorrow nobody's winning the gym's not winning you're not winning your right. family and the people around you aren't winning do you remember when we first came here and we were over there and I, I was so know sore this. every single time we had a workout and you said something to me one time. You're like, gosh, you're awfully sore a lot. <laughs> like yeah, I, do I was that. because I was pushing to a, to a brink that I wasn't prepared for. And then what did I tell you to do after that? Did I give you any tips? Cause I hope um, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hope I did just end there. I feel like it was so long ago. Was it like go like a little lighter or cut back on the squats? Cause it was your legs. You have it was a really your legs. good way of telling me when to back off. And then there was a point again, we were over there and I was kind of like, Oh, you know, I don't really. And you were, you literally were like, yeah, I know, but you say that every day. So put 15s on the bar and let's move it a little bit. And I, <laughs> but I, res- I respond personally really well to that so i was like yep you got it we'll put 15 <laughs> so afton uh, has been on a journey for uh, let's call you know our whole lives right but, but okay <laughs> but if it's a year and a half tony what type of growth have you seen in afton in that same amount um, of time frame so i've seen uh not knowing any of i've learned this with you guys on this of what you were battling i knew that you had pain you didn't share the stress aspect with me or if you did well, I, don't I was remember. embarrassed at first to be oh, honest oh i'm so. glad that you feel open enough to talk about it now now I, I do yeah and courageous enough to speak to others of us that will be empowered by what you're yeah saying. and this is a huge conversation but just learning that information i've already been giving you compliments this last couple of weeks um i see a big difference in her confidence and and i see a lot of physique change and i asked her what she was doing differently what she told me was she cut out dairy mm-hmm. little did i know she was meditating Afton, you had also said... <laughs> I don't know what else to say to that. I mean, you cut out dairy and you're meditating. Well, and it's I a use, lot. I, I use the word meditating very loosely for the record. Yeah. Well. You had also said, Afton, that you've learned how to be coachable. And mm-hmm. we talk about this a lot. And that's something... The first time I heard that wasn't at CrossFit. It was at one of these multi-level marketing. And you know, be coachable. It's the key to success. And I don't disagree mm-hmm. uh, with being coachable. But that's another one of those things that like we're all like, yeah, sure, I, I want to do that. You've been here a while, and you're saying you're just learning to be coachable. Yes. What does it mean to be coachable? What was fighting that before, and and what's the difference now? I mean, there's like seven questions. Pick one. Um, I think when I first came to CrossFit Fort Pierce, it was a little bit more of being a little more immature, a little bit of pride, a lot of stubbornness. Um, I I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm very bullheaded. That's one of my like top 
being stubborn is like way up there with who I am as a person. And again, I've learned to embrace that and use it as a strength and not so much as a negative thing. So I think that was it in the beginning. And then when I started to get better and put in more time, mobilize and all that stuff, when Champagne specifically would tell me something, it was a, well, Champagne is telling me that because she's better than me. She's at a different and I'm not somewhere where I can do the things that she's saying. So I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because I know this works for me, but I wasn't really getting better. So I don't know at exactly what point it was that I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try it. But when I did, it worked instantly. So now every time she tells me something, whether it's move your arms out or something small, like last week I was having a lot of uh, tightness in my upper back. I didn't even have to say anything to her. She noticed it while I was stretching and came over and, and said, roll out the top of your just the top of your back this week. And I can move my shoulders and do everything this week that I couldn't do last week just because I listened to something small that she said. But that doesn't just compliment me. It's a huge compliment to Champagne because she is an incredible and I love I love I love you, Tony. But no, no, she, no, 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 don't. I don't. No, she also doing... spends a way a lot more time with me because yeah. I am in the four thirty class. Yeah. There's something about champagne that she plays into that well, happy. You, have, you have a lot more in common. We do. So do our do, bodies nothing, are very for, similar. It has nothing to do with me. The reason why I have other coaches around me is to give people different experiences. Different, yeah. I'm not perfect, and nobody around us is perfect. If someone can relate and give you the time and the passion, the care. I love it. Yeah. It's not about me. The, the gym's not named after me for a reason. And Afton, you had said some things before that you respond very well to dot, dot, dot. And I know that I do, I, yeah. in terms of languages, I know that you and I have had some conversations. Mm-hmm. We don't all respond to the same right. delivery method. That's what I mean by language and right. same context. So so back to champagne. Right. There's, there's something that, that you've been able – we're kind of going back to the control thing in right. terms of somebody has earned your trust. I do. Probably, yeah. Probably earned several times, but, but for no, you, it's a new funny point that to... you like hit on that point because for me, it is a trust thing. I've let her yeah. and Lori and Mackie yeah. into my little safe circle now. Yeah. So I do, I trust, I know that they, not that I thought you ever were going to like hurt me, but I know that their intention is only for me to be successful. And I also have a question for you. And do you think that, Knowing your stress level and where you were at previously, do you think that maybe coming in here used to be stressful and now you've allowed it to be comfortable? And I say that in the sense of before you've, now that you tell me that, I read that, hey, you were a little stressed and anxious working out, being in here, afraid of the movements, but now you've done everything long enough that now that you're not worried about the clean, you know what weight you should use on the clean. You're not worried about pull-ups. You know your mods for pull-ups. And you've tackled the stressor within yourself that you've opened up the doors to let other people in, to let the CrossFit in, the movements in, the nutrition in. Right. And I does that almost, make sense? It, one, it does make sense. And I almost would say that you're right, but it was actually almost more of a social, the socialness of it would, stre- would stress me out because- But that's on top of it. It's it would stress. be like, who do I don't know is going to try to talk to me? And even if someone is being nice, it would be like, oh my gosh, who's going to try to talk to me today? Who's going to come up to me that I don't know? It does. It, it was a huge- But think about it, it's still stress, but now you right. have a comfort, you have a bubble. Yeah. Well, it's hard to admit, like, why are you so scared of people? Like, I don't know. I think that this is just part of who I am. I'm, I don't like I think it's a fear of not being, I don't know. Fear of not being perfect or? 
I just am, I don't, I don't know what it is. I just get very anxious around large gatherings or like even last weekend, I was going to go do something fun and all my girlfriends were busy and I was like, oh, I'll just go by myself. And then the day that it happened, I started like having like little mini panic attacks. Like, can I really go somewhere by myself? Can I really, and you would hear that and think that is so silly. Like just go somewhere and do something that's going to make you, but for whatever reason, it's something that I struggle with and I kind of just have learned to not be ashamed and to just embrace that that's something that's hard for me. And not only is it hard for me, but when I go go home, I'm actually going to be more exhausted because, again, I did something way out of my comfort zone. But what I have learned is that a comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing new is ever going to grow there. It's always Mm going to be the same thing. So if you want to get better, you have to step out of your comfort zone. And and as athletes and as uh, successful people, um, we – we can get used to the fact that um, we did that we are self-built. And so, you know, some of that uh, control is, you know, I know what I'm doing. I know my own body. And it's it's not an arrogance. It's you spent, you know, you've spent months, if not years with the medical community trying to pursue it. But to get to a place where you understand that, that, yes, I do. And there are people that that are as invested in me as I am in me mm-hmm. and are worthy of my trust in the same way. Right. See things that I don't see, which mm-hmm. goes back to Tony's point about the reason there's nine coaches and not one. In right. part is because there's nine different perspectives now. And I don't know what the re- actual yeah, but is. Yeah, well, but you get, you get touched by nine different ways of saying the same thing. Yeah. Because we all have the same message. We have different ways of getting there. And I learned something different from all of you guys. Aaron has super strong oh, yeah. points. I love getting Claudia's input on something. There's just something special kind of about Champagne. She's a safe place for me. And I've gotten to the point where I actually will go to her. And there was a workout last week where it was uh, strict press. And yep. I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do 55. I think I can do 55. So then I went to Champagne. And like a little kid, I was like, what do you think? I don't know. And she was like, oh, 55. Yes, I know you can do 55. And something in my brain went, okay, I'm going to do 55. Because if, sh- if, if champagne, came to me, I would have been like, eh. I still would have questioned it a little I bit. I like, eh, probably 55, you know, because, <laughs> right. but there's a, there's a lot more relatable body type and, you know. Well, it's just like, if she thinks I can do it, then something in me fires up and goes, I know I can do it because champagne believes in me. So I don't know what exactly, I just feel safe, I guess. (laughs) Just a reminder, I mean, circling back to where we began, just a reminder that, you know, who we're training next to, um, you know, we're not aware of what we're giving to that person in terms of how we contribute to the environment. And, And 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 in some cases, the people that we feel we're benefiting from are also people that are receiving in community, which is part of what makes community a neat thing. So yeah. what does community mean to you in, in, in this in this space? I think it's really good to be around people. And I when I say like-minded, I don't necessarily mean your political views or your values. The people here take, an, and it seems like an hour is a small thing, but they work to get here and then work once they're here. Mm. So taking their input over someone who doesn't put in that work for physical or mental health, if I ask them for advice, they're not that they would try to give me bad advice, but they're going to probably be the same. It's not going to be the same. They're going to give me something like, well, have you gone on a spa day or have you, I know when I ask them, they're going to give me a tool that they already have that would gear more towards my active 
lifestyle, I guess. So to me, community is having a group of people that you can kind of bounce. What, what's the what's the saying? Like, don't take criticism from someone you um, wouldn't ask for advice. Don't like don't ask for advice from so or, you know. What's the saying? Don't I know take criticism from somebody whose advice you wouldn't want to take or, or, or who's, yeah. I don't know. Boy, we got so many quotes we're almost getting right. Listen, I hope you guys are Googling. <laughs> but either way, I need to get this quote right. But either way, you know, if, you're, if you aren't going to look for them for advice, you know, if you're not going to say, hey, you know, this is what's going on. This is how I feel inside mm-hmm. the gym, whatever. You shouldn't look for them for the criticism too like if someone's saying oh you look too big too small too big right. too fat whatever it is you know if someone comes in here and tells you you look beautiful then you know you should hang on to what that person in yeah in your comfort neil zone. and i actually talked about that this morning because he was talking about how he wanted his butt to be bigger <laughs> and i it goes back to everyone has their so even like when you give a compliment make sure just you look beautiful you look healthy that kind of thing don't be like oh you're looking really skinny because like that would that hurt could, neil's feelings we've talked you about know? That. actually we've, we've had that, that feeling that statement can be taken in so many ways yeah i like you saying know, you look really you, you strong look healthy strong I can really see i think i said that to you the other day it's good yeah, to see you exactly what i told you you did yeah yeah afton what are you passionate about oh gosh uh that's such a big question i feel like and that's one of the ones i should have known was coming <laughs> so interview question passionate Come on. about um <laughs> I mean, if you ask me, like, what's your dream job, like that kind of passionate, I I mean, I would just spend all day in here just working out. And I'm not saying that because you guys are here or whatever it is. This is the place I'm happiest. I'm happy. And I know it brings you endorphins and all that stuff. But this is what I really wish in college I would have done something towards like this career instead of what I chose. Not that my job isn't great and has its own, but, you know, it's a job. I think one neat thing about you and a weird thing about me asking that question is your passions are evident in what you share. Oh, good, because I'm not doing a good job of expressing. (laughs) Well, because your actions speak so loudly, I don't know if we need the words. And I was thinking, you know, know, why don't we know this about Afton? And I think part of it's because you're willing to. Because she's an introvert. She just spent an hour telling us that. It is hard. No, no. (laughs) But but you're self aware and you're willing to talk about it. I think part of it's because. When, when you're here, you're here to give back and to contribute, and, and your energy seems to be so well-directed to the other people that, that join you at, here at the gym. So thank you for that. Oh, but also, you're welcome. thank you for being willing to be honest and to lead by example, um, both in success and struggle leading to success. So uh, I don't think that. that they go with one without the other. Mm. If you see someone who's doing well at the time, it's because they might have or probably just came from a place where they were struggling. So I feel like when was COVID was like six months well, ago Well, we shut now. down in April. So I'm in a really good place right now, but not that long ago, I wasn't in a great I, place. I mean, I can agree with you. I had a rough two months when we were closed down and I realized I, I came in here a month after we were shut down. So like April, I didn't come in here and then May I was in here and I still was having little mild panic attacks right. and not healthy mentally, emotionally, right. physically, I was fine. I had my nutrition on track, but I didn't realize until I was working out and like had Teeny yell at me one day. I was like, oh, I miss the people. I texted Champagne at one point and I was like, I miss having a coach like, I'm about yell to cry. my name. Thinking about it, I miss the people and the people around here. That's what I missed and that's what I needed. And yeah. that's why I know I need this in my life. It's good for your mental health and it's good All you recognize that. Yeah. That's great. So when we say, Get up and get to the gym. 
maybe it's not about you. It's because others of we us need, need you. you. Yeah. yeah. No, that's mm-hmm. a really good point. And certainly when we say that we're trying to help each other be healthy, um, you know, what we put on Zen Planner might be the least of it. It, it might be the symptom. So, Afton, thank that's you for that's leading that regard. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. No, and I'm not not the knock is in planner, but 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 no, that happens. No, but posting as you're saying. is just showing. Hey, I showed up. You no, know? And, and what I mean is that that usually comes when that the re- what we're getting, what you all give me, isn't the improvement on my Zen planner. Gotcha. You give me the Neil that helps. You know, that's that's the symptom. Yeah. I, I think if I wanted to leave you guys with one thing, I would say that people tend to look at someone who's on the top of a mountain and say, "Oh, that's that's great," but you didn't see what it took to climb up the mountain. You didn't see me getting up early to make sure I got my devotional in. You didn't see me running from work so that I could get here at 4.30. You didn't see that I stayed up till eight o'clock meal prepping so that all week I could eat the food that feels best in my body. You have to take those steps. You have to put in the work or it's not going to work for you. So find what that is for you. Find those rhythms for you. For me, it's listening to the podcast. It's going to church on Sunday and it's coming here Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturday. Yoga with Brie. Phenomenal. I for your I, I started Monday like, whoo, so zen, so happy. So, But just because that stuff works for me doesn't mean that that's what's going to work for everyone. So you Climb have to your find own. your Climb own. Climb your own mountain. Right. So when people ask me for advice, I say, this is what happens to work for me and you can take it or leave it, but you're going to have to do the work, the footwork and find out what works for you. Just because going to church every Sunday works for me, that's not going to necessarily make you feel better. You have to find what works for you. So put in the work, do it, and you'll feel better three months down the road. But it takes it takes work. And perhaps the beautiful paradox is you're going to have to climb your own mountain, but you're not going to have to do it alone. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Always would support whoever was whatever they were doing to make themselves feel better. And if that was like, hey, I'm going to take this class, but I don't want to go by myself. Always willing to help anyone who's also struggling. So throwing that out there. Even the introverts, (laughs) even the introverts. are. It would be incredibly out of my comfort zone. But if it helped someone get out of that place, I would do it because I know that that anxious place is terrible. And I would I would help anyone that I could get out of it. Thank you so much Thank for you. this Thank time. Thank you. It was a really great You're conversation. Welcome. I'm honest, so honored to have you guys want me to. Ah, my gym gives me all the feels. Seriously, when you see Afton, ask her about her favorite pizza topping. Another great conversation is in the books. We got three more episodes before we release our 2020 New Year's Eve bloopers reel, including what Tony said to Elle earlier this episode that I edited out. Ah, only fans. Anyway, have a great week, people. Get your hoodie, drink your water, wash your hands, and all the usual stuff. Live well, eat good, and don't forget to make a little time to be bad. <laughs>